Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, bitches, we're back. (laughs) This is part two to last week's episode Um, I don't know why we thought we would be able to fill so many crazy kooky stories in one episode. So as promised, here is part two. So yes, to summarize last week's episode, we really just shared some fucked up situations we'd been in that got us into trouble or like me shared some sexual experiences. Sorry for the TMI. Um, but here we are today, a new day, a, a bright, brand new day. <laughs> well, actually the same day for us, but new day for you. I'm about to say, because we're wearing the same shirt, so we're going to be like, okay, lion ass. <laughs> Unless you just think. Um, ooh, let me just, you know, purr. Okay. Um, so yeah, where should we start today, friend? I'm trying to think of, I know that there was a story that I wanted to tell in the last episode and we wrapped it up. And I'm trying to remember. So do you want to start off with something Okay, first? per. Um, so I have an old man experience, too. I actually have a lot of old man experiences. <laughs> um, drama. So a few years back, when she was, like, in her physical prime. Not her prime prime, but, you know, I was, like, I was really cute and gorgeous. Still am, but, you know, <laughs> different type <laughs> of cute and gorgeous. <laughs> but anyways, so... I went to the YMCA. I was working out literally every day, sometimes twice a day. And anyways, that's irrelevant. I went to the showers. So like, I've never really like been like, a shameful person. Like <clears throat> we all have bodies. Like I'm not weird. Like if I see people naked, like, okay, it's titties. It's an ass. It's a dick. Like it's, I don't know why people would be like, how do you shower at the gym? But anyways, this particular YMCA was set up like old style shower rooms like it was just like a big room of like 10 showers where literally everybody can see everybody like everything um and so I would go there before work 
work out, shower, whatever. And there was this old man that always had eyes on me every time I was working out. And I would work out for like an hour and then I would go to the shower and conveniently every time I went to the shower, here comes fucking Bilson's bitch ass uh, 45 seconds later. I'm like, oh, Perry, we're on the same schedule, aren't we? (laughs) And like, we would just always see each other in there and he would always just be staring at me. And then this one day, he was just like in the shower, like watching me. And he started talking to me. Like we'd never really talked. He would just kind of like look at me and watch me. And like, he just looked so decrepit and old and like, bitch, why are you looking at my fucking dick? So anyways... He starts asking me if I was married. And at this point, I was like 21 years old. And like, I look young now. I'm literally 27. Um, But when I was 20, I looked like I was probably like 16, 17. So he's asking me if I'm married. And he's like, I'm like, no, not married. He goes, oh, um, you're looking for the right girl, aren't you? And I was like, no, actually, I'm I'm a little gay. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, we're all a little a little gay. And I was like, okay, period. And then like he starts just like looking me up and down. And he's like, well, with the looks of what you got there, I don't see how it'd be hard for you to find somebody. And I'm like, oh, period, Pops. Like, thanks. <laughs> anyway, so that went on for like a long time. And, you know, I have been through so many weird situations where I didn't know how to speak up or I didn't know how to like stick up for myself. And so that went on for a long time of him just like coming in there and talking to me like in the weirdest ways. And like um, one time he asked me to come touch his balls and like literally that was like uh, the thing that pushed me over but anyways one the last time that i saw him we were in the shower and he literally came and grabbed my bare ass and squeezed it and that was the fucking final straw for me so i went to the ymca actually pause let me let me rewind a little bit i was trying to build a case on this man so i started uh recording voice recordings off of my phone like because i would also go into the sauna and he'd be in there and he would start talking to me and just always ask me like you know when was the last time you uh you you messed around with somebody and like would just always ask me these nasty questions and then i got him on recording god i wish i could find the recording um but he literally asked me to grab his balls and i had that on recording and i still wanted to like get some more evidence and whatnot. So I wasn't like, I didn't immediately go and like tell on him. So then that was like the next day, that's when he grabbed my ass. And that was, that literally pushed me over the edge. I'm like, now you're physically touching me. So I went to the YMCA, I played them the voice recording. It was just so nasty. Um, But long story short, Bilson got kicked out and it was just so crazy because um, his wife was there. His wife was there and had to literally see him removed from the YMCA and I swear this man was probably 70 years old um so yeah I don't know if he had a heart attack that night from shame um I don't know what his wife was thinking I don't even know if they told her why he was getting kicked out of the YMCA but yeah I'm sure he's croaked over at this point but um people are so (laughs) 
fucking weird. Dude, I know. And it's it's the audacity for me, bitch. Like, you think that you can talk to somebody like this. And, like, you know, I question people's, like, mental space sometimes because can you not read body language? Like, yeah. every time that you're talking to me and saying these inappropriate things to me, like, I know you see me tense up and be like, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> scratching my head, like, how are you? How are you able to look at me like, oh yeah, he wants this. Yeah, people are so weird. There was a time where this FedEx guy, or was it FedEx or DXL or some DSL, whatever the fuck it's called, Express, came to my door. And mind you, when I opened, because they banged on my door, and I thought it was the police. And so I look out, and I'm like, uh, "What was the I fuck?" Here? Huh, it was here, yeah. Oh, wow. And But it wasn't. So I looked out the um, peephole, and it wasn't. So I was like, what the fuck? So I'm like, hey. And he was he was like, here's your package. And I was like, okay, period. I'm pregnant as fuck. I have a ring on my finger. Greenlee's on the couch screaming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know he wasn't like being weird and like rude, but he was with his body language. He was like, wow, you are so beautiful. And I was like, okay, thank you. And shut the door. Like after I took my package. And I like texted Gavin, my husband, and I was like, um, why the fuck is this delivery guy so damn weird? And he got like irritated. He was like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm pregnant as fuck. I have a ring on my finger and my child's here. Like people are fucking weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you not read the situation here? Right. No, that's people really be trying it. They're like, so Let now me just when see they come and knock get. on my door, I don't even fucking answer. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Because it scares me because honestly, Tasia, you should really like change your name on all these delivery systems. Because bitches be delivering your food over here and it straight up says your name. Yeah, that's true. And people around here know who you are. So I would change my name on there. On your packages too. Not it being Sandra. Sandra Bullock. Where's she at? I love her. (laughs) I do too. Oh, oh, okay. No, bitch, use some other alias. Don't use Sandra Bullock. Be like Polly Pocket. I don't fucking know, bitch. Anyways, there was actually a girl that um, delivered my Instacart. This happened twice and they knocked on my door and I answered it and they were like, oh my gosh, I follow you. And like, they were so sweet. But oh, sometimes, that girl the other day when I was on Facebook, yeah. didn't you let her in? Yeah, we took a picture and everything. I was cute and gorgeous. It was yeah. sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. Like, and pe- girls are really sweet. And like, I really, I don't mind the girls, but sometimes I worry like if it was a guy and they were like, oh, I follow you. Like, I would be freaked out or something. I yeah, don't know. I mean, men... I mean, I guess anybody's really unpredictable. Yeah, you're right, you're like, right. Men especially, like, I, w- I would be kind of scared, too. Yeah, but the girl, I was like, she was like, can we take a picture? I was like, yeah, girl, come in. You know what I'm saying? Greenlee was, like, chilling, looking at us like, what's up? What's up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but there was this one time that happened, and this girl, like, messaged me on Instagram and asked for money. It was a girl that delivered my Instacart. And, like, I felt bad, and, like, I really did give her money, and then she kept asking, and I was like, okay, this is getting weird, girl. Now and you're trying to take advantage of Yeah, what? Yeah, what? Dude, okay, can we – actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. I get so many messages from people asking for money, and, like, let me tell you. Like, I'm not rich, girl. No, I have I – have, I honestly have sent a handful of people, like, when they – like, some people have, like, requested money on Snapchat or Venmo randomly from me, like, $10, $20, like – one time, someone was like, please, I'm a mama. I can't buy food. And, like, I sent her 50 bucks. But, like, I be getting them all the time. People will send me, like, this long message on Instagram. They're like, I have no I have no one else to turn to. And I'm like, girl, you don't even know me. Like, I'm glad you, you tune in and you follow me. Thank you for that. But, like, 
people this is, think a, this is a one-sided relationship like i don't know you girl like well the thing is is that people think if you have followers and stuff that that means you're rich like you're not rich no and then they think that like if you're on social media that you just get things handed to you like the shit is hard it is not easy at we all. definitely get things handed to us but like girl we don't just get millions of dollars like yeah and like it's hard work and then like it honestly like I feel like it's so disrespectful to ask me because, mind you, like, I'm a mother to two kids and, like, it's people think life is just fucking easy and, like, if you have followers and all this shit, that's how it works out, but that's not the case. No, it like, takes years of yeah. work. Like, yeah, we get free stuff now, but, like... But that's, like, clothing. What does that do it, for yeah. bills? And like, it, you and know? And it took years to get to this point, too, so, like, I don't know. People be really doing the most on social media. What was it? There was something else I was about to say. Fuck. I can't remember it. We should just go on a fucking break. <laughs> okay, BRB. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. We're back. So... I'm sweating. So this ring light is so it always is fucking uncomfortable. It really is. And I got a damn parka on over here. Take it off. <sighs> no, it's cute and gorgeous. Okay, um, her. So yeah, I lost my thought before we went on a break, but it was it was fire. It was a fire thought. Okay. Anyways, we're gonna jump right back into the horror stories. So. What do you got for a sister? Okay, so there was an another incident that happened when I was like using drugs and drinking and all this stuff. So I had, so I was living with my dad at the time and I was driving. This was before I got my DUIs. And no, this was actually after I got my first one. And so I was driving on a temporary license. And Anyways, you would have thought I learned my lesson, but this was only like not even a week later. I pull up to this McDonald's and mind you, I was taking Xanax and shit and that's why I got my other DUI. And so I didn't really know what was going on. I was just like vibing out here in these streets. I had the key to the streets. Um, Not really. Um, I was about to be locked up. 
But I pull up to this McDonald's and this random guy is out there. And like, I don't really know how this happened, but like we started like chit chatting or whatever. And I started hanging out with this guy for a few days, which is really weird because I think he was like a little bit of a looney tune. I'm not going to lie. Um, like he had maybe done some drugs and didn't come back from it or something. I don't Ooh. know. It took me a minute to find this out. And anyways, so like I would like meet up with him. So I met up with him at McDonald's. We were like talking or whatever. And then like I left and somehow like he had my number. I guess I gave it to him or something. And he had hit me up a few days later. And so like I meet up with him and we're going to Walmart and he like has this like freak out moment and starts choking the fuck out of me. Oh my God. And mind you, like I was on Xanax. I was. But, like, I wasn't, like, fucked, fucked up on him. Like, I know what was going on. So, we were at the Walmart, and um, he starts choking me and shit. And I was, in like... In the car or in the store? No. So, like, for some reason, he kept telling me to meet him at this McDonald's. Okay. So, I met him at this McDonald's days after I had met him the first time. And because he was, like, hey, you want to hang out again? And I was, like, I guess. So, I meet him at the McDonald's. He He gets in the car, and we decided to go to Walmart. And I was, like, okay, cool. So we go across the street to the Walmart and he has this freak out moment. Don't know what was happening, but he literally freaks out, like throws his phone, um, tells me to stop the car. And I was like, um, okay, well, I'm about to park. And he didn't want to wait for me to park. And he starts choking me. Oh my God. I couldn't breathe. He was like trying to like turn the wheel and make me wreck my car. Like this sounds crazy, but like, this is why you don't just like meet random people. But also like when you're on Xanax, like you just be meeting any and everybody and you think life is just cute and gorgeous because you have like no, you just don't give a fuck. I don't know. At least for me, that's how it's always been. That's why I don't do drugs and drink because I be acting crazy. But anyways, um, so he starts choking me and shit like that. Mind you, I was on Xanax and driving and I don't know why my dumbass called the police because he was, he honestly was scaring me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I called the police, he was like, no, I can't go to jail and blah, blah, blah. And starts freaking out and he gets out of the car, but like, he's like walking, but like acting crazy. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I parked the car. The police are coming. The police get there and was like, what's going on? Mind you, I had no shoes on, no socks um looking a hot mess and the police was like didn't i just arrest you not even a week ago for for drinking and driving and i was like oh really that was you and he was like yeah that was me and he could tell i was fucked up off xanax so even though this guy just choked the fuck out of me he's like girl you're going to jail for a second to you i was like okay period love peace and hair grease so he ends up arresting the other guy because the guy had a warrant out for his arrest and I don't even think he pressed charges for the choking me because the cop was probably like, this dumb bitch. There's no telling if she's what she's even telling was the truth, even though he really did. But like, he's already going to jail for a warrant out for his arrest. So, and honestly, I'm glad they didn't press charges on him because I didn't want to go to court as a victim. Like, fuck that. This shit, fuck that. So he goes to jail for um, violation probation and I go to jail for my second DUI. And... My dad comes and gets my car. My dad's like, you know, you're just the biggest dumbass. And I was like, you know, I really am. Um, that's why you y'all should have just got rid of me before I was even thought of because this is this is the daughter that y'all wanted. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyways, I go to jail for that. And it doesn't really sound scary, but like in the in the moment, like it really was scary. Like I don't even know how that happened. Like, how did why on earth would I go to a McDonald's and meet some random person? <laughs> And be like, okay, yeah, cool. I don't know you, but here's my number. And then how hang did y'all get into communications again? 
because I went, I, so there was a McDonald's near where I lived, and I <clears> guess <throat> I was going to get food. Oh, y'all met at the McDonald's. Yeah, and okay. and he just like approached me, and so I was like fucked up, and I was like, we talked for a little bit, and he was like, I guess I gave him my number. I don't really remember, but I just remember like days late, days go by, and he's like, hey, will you, will you meet me at the McDonald's? You want to hang out? And I was like, sure. So I go and get him at the McDonald's. And then we decided to go to Walmart together. And then he has a freak out moment and fucking chokes me. He probably had issues. And that's why you don't meet random fucking people. But that's what happens when you are a fucking crackhead like me, like I used to be. <laughs> um, and then I wonder why shit happens to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like zero to a hundred real quick. Um, but yeah, that was a scary, that was a scary time. And then, oh, and then during all of this, that guy, that old man that I was hanging out with is sending pictures of my mom all fucked up. On, oh, from la uh, last week's episode. Yeah, on last week's episode. So when I get to jail this time for the second DUI, that motherfucking old man is there. He's there? He's fucking there. And so mind you, I'm like coming off of Xanax and shit and like, I'm already like anxiety ridden, like really not even all the way there. And so they took me... So when I get to the jail, they book me in and they take me to the back. They, you know, when you get to jail, they weigh you. They, mm -hmm. you know, make sure that you're cute and gorgeous. You have the drug test, see what kind of drugs you got in your system. You know, they did find out I am a crackhead. So as I'm, as they're learning that my weight and that I'm a crackhead because I have drugs in my urine, I look over to my right and this old motherfucking man <laughs> is in the jail. Oh my God. So, obviously, you can't be, like, in the same cell as the men and shit like that. But, like, you can see him in the other room mm -hmm. in the medical center. He's staring at me. And, like, it just I just imagine, like, all I can think of is, like, I know this face, but I couldn't figure out who it was. But I, I, I'm fucking terrified. And the, and the nurse is like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking okay. And she's like, what's going on? And I just, like, look. And I was like, I don't know this. I said, I know this man. He fucking scares me. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? She's like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And I'm like, okay, period. The, they end up moving the man away so he wouldn't keep staring at me because I was telling them that I know him and he scares me and shit. And it was just a terrifying fucking experience because like all of this stuff is happening to me because I was running the streets, doing drugs. These men are terrifying. They're old, wrinkly horrifying and all i can remember is like these terrifying experiences <laughs> of basically like i'm not gonna say they drugged me that's not at all what happened because like i was drunk and i'm like yeah i'll take this liquid g but like damn like why was i riding around with this old fucking man forever it's like who the fuck even are you i don't even know well, your name when you're fucked up you're not you 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 become a different person you have no morals and you just don't give a fuck and the only thing you are interested in is your next high and so you hang out with the wrong folks you do the wrong things, you go to the wrong places, wrong place, wrong time, and you get caught up. It honestly is a miracle, Tasia, with the stories that you've shared. Also, the stories I just know myself offline, like, bitch, it's a fucking miracle that you're even fucking here. I need y'all to know, like, these stories are not even uh, scratching the surface, y'all. But you're here now, cute and gorgeous, and... What's even more embarrassing is that the cousin that I was hanging out with uh -huh. that I was talking about, she hates my guts. So that night She's that we still were- still crusty. Yeah. That night that we were at that hotel, I guess I was fucked up and I was like, take pictures of me. <gasps> because when I'm fucked up, that's what I do. I'm like, take pictures of me. And then I look back on the, at those pictures when I'm sober and I'm like, uh. what is that? So I was like sitting on the old man's lap and I'm wearing high-waisted shorts and a bathing suit top. My hair's up and I'm thinking I'm a fucking beauty queen out here. 
No, you look like a crackhead. Crack you head. look like a crackhead. This man, <laughs> this, this sixty-year-old man. I'm sitting on his lap and I'm cheesing like this. And if you can see me on the video right now, he's like this in the picture, looking disgusting. Tasia. So what? Yeah. So her, how she likes, she thinks that I give a fuck, but she hates me so much. So she'll make these fake um, Facebook accounts and shit. Or she'll like threaten to expose the picture. Bitch, I'll expose myself. Send it to me, please, actually. Can I have the original version so I can go ahead and post it on my TikTok and make fun of myself? Because this please. is- Please. It's so fucking funny. Please. You know what I'm saying? You cannot shame she, the shameless. You can't. And so she'll send, like, she'll send me, like, I think it was like maybe nine months ago or, no, it was like a year ago, actually. She hates me so much. So she sent that picture on a fake Facebook, I guess, like to try to scare me. Oh, perfect. And I'm sitting on his lap and I'm like, I, you know what I replied with? I am so cute and gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't reply back but like you can't shame the shameless like you really I'm, you're not gonna scare me with exposing me like expose me okay like I, people already know that i used to be that i'm a fucking recovering crackhead i make that very obvious i make fun of myself right. i was trash back then i know that trust me um but now it, people be thinking they ate though they be I know. Th- like give, bitch, me give me that motherfucking plate. play ho yeah no they really do they think okay i got this dirt on you i got this video of you i got this i got that Bitch, why don't you just do something for yourself instead of sitting here yeah. hating on somebody who's doing something? Like, bitch, I turned my life around. I'm sorry you can't. Like, bitch, you're still fucking living in the fucking it's like when I It's like when I had the OnlyFans. She subscribed to my OnlyFans. Girl, and like, you want to see your cousin's pussy? And she saved, which, first of all, is illegal. It tells you not to do it. So I guess she screenshotted the pictures of me and sent them to my dad. It, and listen, listen. Your dad? My dad was like, Okay, period. period. Like, my she dad, money. my dad doesn't care. He's all about getting that bag. So he was like, so, and he already knew I had an OnlyFans because I just be telling my dad shit. He's probably like, my daughter is fucking crazy, but no, he don't care. He's like, get on your back, sister. Um, my dad is all about that money. Okay, um, if any, if you can learn anything from my dad, it's definitely about money. He like, what's up? What's up, pops? Uh, but anyways, yeah, he already knew I had an OnlyFans, and he called me. He was like, you won't believe this. I was like, what? He said they literally sent me your like pictures off your OnlyFans. Like, That's I give a disgusting fuck. Disgusting. I know. Like, girl, nobody gives a flying fuck. Like, yes, I body goals. You know the what I'm saying? You could never because you're too bad at eating grandma's cookies. So fuck out of here, sister. Built like a tugboat, bitch. Body built like a tugboat. And, you know, I, I'm I'm not for body shaming and all that. Like, I'm very, but this is different. You know what I'm saying? They're, they, they're different. You know what I'm saying? So don't come for me in the comments about also, that. Also, okay, l- l- let me just say this. There is a difference between being a bigger person, a thicker person, and there's somebody who just like don't give a fuck. They don't. They're just a. I, Look, th- he, God did not bless them with a shape. I'll say that. Like you can be big and be shaped really nicely. There's a lot of you. Be- I mean, not body shaming anybody, but like, yeah, I feel like the fucking dirtiest bitches, the fucking biggest cunts on earth, are out here built like a tugboat. You know the you know the you know the girls that wear those um they don't have any style, but like they wear like um. Like these jeans that, and they're so they're so long at the bottom that they drag and they have and like they're like frayed. Well, that and then like it, their house is so dirty that like they have dirt at the bottom and like water because they like stepped in some toilet bowl water and shit. Every, stepped in toilet bowl. No, no. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. My, they're so like they are so. I'm. They're not even. They're not in my family, anyways. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't claim them. Like, I remember, like, I remember, like, going over there, and like, they'd be wearing those pants, and like, they're so dirty and filthy, and like, it's so nasty at their house, like, roach infested. And then like, you have the audacity. I can't, to I can't even. Shade. No, I'm not making this up. I don't. 
I haven't eaten over there in years because they have like roaches and How shit. How could you? I would open up a drawer and a roach would come out of the damn silverware drawer. Like, so therefore I don't want to eat over there. But like, you have the audacity to talk shit about me, bitch. First of all, get some different jeans. You know what I'm saying? Or like, uh, don't overflow the toilet because your, your fucking pants have water on them. Oh, and, and they got sh- dookie and, residue. And, no, but I'm dead. I'm dead ass serious. I wish I had a picture of the shit. They're just nasty human beings, queen. It's always those bitches though that have the most to say. It's always the, it's those bitches, the bitches with no lips talking the most shit (laughs) and i'm like how and like you know what like i get it like we all come from different circumstances and like not gonna shame anybody in their situation but like self-awareness baby please self-awareness you can't i I, this is this like drives me crazy like even in prison like you have all the tools necessary to clean your fucking butthole yes you like you're you have soap and you have all these things and you continue to look like that you continue to look a mess and stink like shit and like not take care of yourself there is no excuse for that there's no excuse for you i'm glad you said that because you can't even like you can't say this stuff on tiktok you will get taken down for bullying and harassment it's that is hygiene we came here for horror stories, but bitch, we about to go on a rant. Like, there's even there's even people in prison, like, that if they were like, oh, I don't make store, like, so don't say that I stink. Okay, here's some deodorant. Like, people would offer them shit and give them shampoo and conditioner and deodorant, and they still would, they would not wash some their ass. Some people just want to be a stinky bitch, and I don't get it. Like, I don't get it either. Girl, I know you smell them aromas. <laughs> and if you're showering and you stink, then you need to go to the doctor because you're, there's something in your body that's not breaking your food down or something. There are resources, queen. Listen, have you ever... Ever smelt somebody who had a trail? <laughs> no, no, listen, I'm being serious. This happened the other day. They had a trail, but the trail of funk was warm. You know what I'm saying, bitch? Like when someone got a warm, stinky pussy and you can feel like the radiation of her pussy. Yeah. Girl, I was walking through Sugarloaf Mills the other day and this woman was like, she was booking it. She was booking it, but she was walking so fast that. The, the, she was causing a wind tunnel behind her and I felt her warm pussy hit my face <laughs> and it was so stinky it was I swear like I'm not even trying to be funny like this is some real shit it was a warm funk and it like hit me in the face and I was like damn huh, huh. like it was off it was putrid but no like okay you ever Literally, like had a conversation so like when you're a girl, obviously, like, you you get UTIs, you get yeast mm-hmm. infections, you've had BV, b- bacterial vaginosis. You know what I'm saying? It happens. Like, no you shame. Can, you can literally use a different laundry detergent and it happens. Yeah. I was having this conversation with somebody that fucking has, I, has definitely smelled before. I, I've smelled them and they've smelled like dog diarrhea shit, due to <laughs> shit. They had definitely had BV before because, girl, I've smelled you before and I have not said anything because, girl, like, been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you obviously went to the doctor or something or, like, it just leveled out because you don't stink today. But, like, I know that you've smelled before. And they're like, oh, I've never had BV before. <laughs> I guess I'm just lucky i'm thinking bitch you're a fucking liar because i've smelt your stinking the ass. lies you tell bitch like no, we've all we've all had a stinky day i'm sure back <laughs> then when you were fucking around like like you say you was fucking uh, hanging with these crackers girl you was stinky them days onion rings onion ring on, onion, <laughs> onion pussy but hygiene literally <laughs> please take notes y'all like okay I remember one time on TikTok, people were coming for my throat because this bitch had, you know, that um, trend. I, I we might have even, I might have even mentioned this before, but you know, my memory amnesia, bitch. Um, this uh, bitch had made like a video to that audio. He chose me. He don't want you, nanny, yeah. nanny, boo boo. Yeah. So, but her teeth were so fucked. And here's the thing. I get it. People have circumstances, <laughs> but 
there is no excuse a goddamn toothbrush is one dollar. If you had a home in the background, you clearly are paying rent. You can't spare one fucking dollar a year, six months, three months. You're supposed to three months. You're supposed to change out your toothbrushes every three months. Just saying. But, I mean, you, you got to stretch it out to six months. A year is better than not brushing your fucking teeth at all. And, like, literally all I commented on that video was the toothbrush emoji. No words, nothing. Just the emoji. Bitches were like, I'm so disappointed, Camo. I thought you were a safe space. You're a bully. And I'm like, girl, she needs to brush her doo-doo teeth. Like, I see plaque build up. Her teeth are brown. And, like, I... There is... I hate people who enable. I cannot stand a fucking enabler. Like, people have actual problems, and they need to be mentioned. Like, people, we we gotta stop acting like we have to walk on eggshells and cater to everybody's emotional state. Obviously, you need to be mindful of, you know, people having trauma and people, all those type of things. But, like, girl, no excuse to not take care of yourself. You're only making your situation worse. Like, worse. So, Brush your teeth regularly. There's no excuses. You're not homeless. And even homeless people, they get money. So, like, girl, go get a motherfucking toothbrush. Like, there's literally no excuse. There's a small, teensy-weensy percentage of people who don't have, like, enamel naturally on their teeth. And their teeth do rot. And, like, that is a shitty situation. But, like, you don't just get to that situation overnight like it takes a long time of not like taking care of your teeth and so when people be getting like that like it's honestly disgusting like i it makes me sick like people would doo-doo ass fucking breath it makes me sick like girl (laughs) fix yourself like fuck i know everyone can't afford (laughs) dental like i don't got dental insurance i can't tell you the last time i got a motherfucking cleaner but you see them bitches brushed every day okay like i do be skipping sometimes i forget to brush my teeth at night and i wake up and i'm like damn bitch this nasty as fuck tastes like butt but brush your teeth girls like please please brush your teeth wash your pussy wash your ass guys scrub under your sack please i can't i cannot on that note we need to go on a little break absolutely (laughs) so we're gonna wrap this week's episode up with um we're both gonna share one more story and then honestly girls let us know in the feedback below the reviews let us know what you want to hear us talk about because we do have so many stories but like we don't really know where it even starts sometimes so just let us know in the reviews just saying it would really help us out anyways so um a few years back I was living in a house of, there were seven of us, six of us. There were six of us. <laughs> it was literally like Bad Girls Club, um, but with men <laughs> too. So I was living there and this guy caught my attention at Applebee's. He was like asking one of my homegirls who I was and he initially thought I was a female. And he was like, who's that girl that's with y'all? And then my friend Sarah was like, girl, that's Camo. Um, He's a guy. Well, anyways, didn't deter him. He was like, okay, still a bad bitch, poo. So he approached me and, like, we started talking. And, like, this man looked like um, Clark Kent. He looked like Superman. Like, literally, he did. Like, everyone everyone said it. But I did not know this man was a psychopath. Um, So... We talked, whatever, briefly, briefly. I was trying to, you know, play it cute and gorgeous. I was just, like, giving him a little taste, a little sample of my personality. And then I dipped, right? 
I was going to Applebee's with my coworkers for a period of time, like literally every other night, just getting shit faced. And um, this other night in particular, he was sitting on the patio by himself. Mind you, he worked there at the time. And he just looked so pitiful and it was freezing outside. Like I had a fur coat on, it was so cold. And he was just out there shivering and just looked so helpless and pitiful. And he had a backpack on and he was looking dirty that day. And he was just like, hey, uh, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm doing great, whatever. I don't even remember what our conversation was about, but I do remember that he somehow convinced me to come let him stay the night. And he was like, just for a night or two, like, I'll get out of your hair as soon as possible. And I was like, okay, I, I guess he he like, basically told me that he couldn't go to where he was living because I guess he was like subleasing somebody's house and they didn't want him there anymore. So they like kicked him out. Why did I not like think to myself, why would they want to kick you out if you're paying rent? Um, are you crazy? I didn't even think to ask those questions. <laughs> I was just like, cute boy, let's go. So he came to my house. Three day, uh, The two days he asked to stay turned into almost three months. Um, and we couldn't get rid of him. And it got, it was just like a crazy situation. So like the first like week he was there, he kind of like led me on that he liked me. And when I like relationship wise, I'm very old school. Like, of course, I like to, you know, get my rocks off from time to time. But um, if I like, like somebody like I, girl, don't, you're not gonna try to fuck me the first day you come here. Like, get to know me. Let's see if we're compatible. You know, let's do what we got to do. But for a whole week, he made it seem like he really liked me. And like, we were sleeping, almost cuddling. We didn't like cuddle, cuddle, but like, you know, we was right there, cute and gorgeous. And <clears throat> um, this man, I really embarrassed myself, truthfully, to like everyone around and like people I went to school with, like my friend Morgan, like this man really just like, I, I was not in the right state of mind because I was just so boy crazy at that period of time that like I was making the wrong decisions. But anyways, he was basically a crackhead and I, I didn't even know it. And he had me go help him get a moped, a moped um, to drive as his main commuter to work. I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, you work down the street, like no big deal. Like, Okay, cool. You want to ride a moped? Edgy, I guess. Um, but he gets this old ass, rinky dinky ass moped that barely even worked. And I don't know why I contacted my friend Morgan of all people and been like, hey, girl, can you take me an hour away to go get this man that I barely know a moped? Oh, it's because she also knew him. She also knew him. That's why. And anyway, so we went, got him this moped. And it, like, ended up breaking down on the way back. And he was, like, driving behind us. And, like, it was the funniest sight. Like, this is a tall, big-ass man on this little-ass moped driving on fucking, like, Buford Highway. And it was just – it was a hot mess. But anyways, so he comes back to my house with this moped, finally gets it. And, like, he's always working on it. Like, he's always working on it. And, you know, fucking – Meth heads be fucking always t taking everything the fuck apart, putting it back together, doing some weird shit. And it didn't help that the thing looked like it was 30 fucking plus years old. So <clears throat> he, 
He it just long story short. Well, I, I can't even really. He was crazy. He was crazy. He started getting like violent and like. Um, he had stayed with me for such a period of time, but he was like not respecting the house rules. Like he would never lock the door. And it got to a point where, um, we were like locking him out of the house and he would leave windows unlocked and crawl through the window and we would get home and us thinking we had got, got rid of him. He would climb back in the house. And, you know, at the time we had substances coming in in and out of the house so <laughs> there was no that we could not be calling no police so we just had to basically live with this bum coming in and out of our house and um i i was like into him for like three or four days and then i started to realize that he was not all there and that he was crazy and like he was very like misogynistic like the conversations he was like to having with me was just like he would say the nastiest out-of-pocket shit and then um it got to the point where i was like you need to leave like i'm tired of you being in my fucking house you don't pay rent here you don't respect anybody you're eating everybody's food blah say blah you're bra- basically breaking into my house every day and you gotta go and he was like oh yeah well if i gotta go then like threat he like bucked up at me and was like basically threatened to beat my ass and he was far more like bigger than me like he was built like he had muscle like he could have punched me and it would have knocked me the fuck out so i picked my battles wisely um so i i i just like left but anyways going down the road we convinced him like okay if you think you're gonna stay here and you're gonna intimidate us into staying here you can sleep in the motherfucking garage so we let him stay in the garage and mind you the house i was living in belonged to one of my friends whose family lived there for a few years so there was like a lot of like stuff they they had accumulated and like stored in the garage i am basically a goddamn hoarder i had so much shit in the garage my other roommates had shit in the garage we had a gym in the garage we had a couch in the garage like it was so full and one day i wake up to an explosion a loud fucking explosion like it sounded like a bomb hit our house my roommate sam wakes up bonnet on her head what was that? And I was like, what was that? Like, we had no idea what the fuck was going on. We go downstairs, y'all, on my mother's grave. There is a fucking hole from my friend Ariana's room to the garage that he was sleeping in. A huge hole that anyone could have walked under. Like, what the fuck happened in here? And this man, like, everything was turned upside down. I don't know what the fuck happened. It was just so loud and then he played dumb and was like oh i don't don't know what happened uh somebody just ran in here and they stole my phone motherfucker you got a prepaid android that was 30 bucks metro pc motherfucker nobody stole that shit nobody stole that shit and i'm like he's literally like lying to us i don't know what he did i to this day i could not tell you the only thing i can put in my brain like that would make sense considering the damages that were done and considering the state of our garage. I think this fucking crackhead was putting the wrong wires together and it exploded. It exploded. And like, he looked traumatized also. So like, anyways, that was the fucking final straw. So we, we tried to get him out and then he 
kept like threatening to get physical with us. So finally we called the police and then he tried to fight us on like, you know, in some in some states, like if you've been living in a place more than 30 days, you are now technically a residence. So he tried to pull that shit. Um, but then I was like, okay, where's your mail? Do you have mail to this address? No, you don't. So of course, naturally the police made him leave. He went and stayed with one of my friend's mothers. And that was a whole other weird situation. She tried to fight me. Our relationship went south. We're good now, cute and gorgeous, but like interesting time on my life. And turned out he was a, I guess a pedophile. He went to jail in Florida, but he was like touching little girls. Disgusting. Trigger warning. Um, I already said it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he was a, a, a sex offender. There we go. Not pedophile. I guess you are a pedophile too. Um, but yeah, and like it was just like common knowledge around the town. Like everyone for some reason knew who he was. And I like people would be like, you need to watch out for him. And I, I didn't know why, but he apparently had beat this girl that were also worked there with him. And, like, he had a history of doing that and, like, taking advantage of girls. And, like, girls, first of all, you Applebee's bitches, why the fuck did y'all not tell me the specifics? Y'all just said watch out for him. And I was like, what is this cute-ass boy doing wrong? Like, let me find out for myself. Y'all didn't even tell me. Y'all could have been like, he's crazy and told me some situational shit that would have, I would have ixnayed real quick. But anyways, yeah, um, that was a long rant. But shout out to Philip. Probably still in jail, hopefully. Um, that's on period. Girl, but you, didn't you meet him? No, I did not. And I'm glad that I did not. How, you were Ugh. coming around the house around that time, though. Uh, anytime I showed up, he was not there. Uh, he was so weird, too. Like, he would always just, like, my friends would come over to smoke. And you could tell, like, he was feeling some type of way because people weren't paying him attention. But he was just like being weird and awkward in the corner and not doing anything. So he would just like go get his guitar and start playing it loudly in the living room. And we're all just trying to get fucking high. And like, period. <laughs> and everyone's just sitting there like, sounds good though. But like. Why? Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I think that sums up today's episode. Wait, don't you have another story? I don't. Oh, okay. Fuck. Well, fuck me then. Listen, y'all, rate, review, everything you got to do, subscribe, turn on them post notifications. Girls, please. At this point, I'm begging you. Please leave some reviews. Anyways, I love y'all. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye. <laughs>
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.